Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. I'm here in the neighborhood. What neighborhood? Downtown Brooklyn. That's the neighborhood. And you're in your neighborhood. And I'm Jim Simbola, the pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, and I welcome you. Starting another week, reading our daily devotions through the book of 2 Peter. And we've been on, oh, before I get to that, Fan the Flame Conference, another repeat invitation. Go to brooklyntabernacle.org. Look for how you can get info on the conference for leaders, wives, deacons, elders, Christians, people who watch daily devotions, everyone hungry for more of God. We're going to ask God to help us fan the flame and be more of what he wants us to be. Be used by him to help more people. April 21 through 23rd, Friday, sessions, classes, lunch nearby here in one of the restaurants. Saturday classes, guest speakers, Friday night off, Saturday night off, and culminating in Sunday at 9 and 12, either one or both. We're going to pray for every attendee of the conference. It's going to be a beautiful time together. You'll meet a lot of great Christians and hear some really good preaching. So we're reading now in Second Peter. I'm going to put a bunch of verses together because, I mean, Peter is repeating himself here through the Holy Spirit for emphasis. But listen. He's talking about the people, the ungodly, not just the false teachers and false prophets, but all those who have rejected God and who mock God and who make fun of God and use the media and movies and, and their own tongue and their speech to blaspheme God. They will be paid back for the harm they have done. Verse 13, there's a wake up. They will be paid back. Oh, there's payback with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. They are blots and blemishes reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. We got to unpack this one. They will be paid back with harm for harm. That's pretty simple. God's judgment will be fair and just. You hurt people, you curse people, you hated people, you spoiled someone's life by pulling them away from, ooh, from the path of righteousness, serving God in the name of, I'm going to show you what real fulfillment is. Well, they'll be paid back harm for harm. Their idea of pleasure, he's describing them, is to carouse. That led just ungodly living, sexual connotation, drunkenness connotation, getting high on whatever in broad daylight. They're not ashamed. No, 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 no. People have some conscience left, do it at night secretly because they don't want to be condemned by others around them because they know it's wrong. These people are way past that pale. Broad daylight. Hey, you don't like it? Tough. This isn't the word of God. It must be for a reason. To give us warning, to give us also comfort. Thank God we're not among those who carouse in broad daylight. But here's the tricky part. They are blots and blemishes. I got that. Reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. While they feast with you. With who? Who's the you? The Christian. So this is not some far away in another age, in another land, the land of Oz, or some crack den only. These people are so bold and arrogant and persuasive and wolves in sheep's clothing. They're going to come in and mix right with you. That's why he's warning them. Keep the church pure. Be careful. 
You're not talking about disciplining and making a barrier where not just anybody can come and take communion and be part of the church. Oh, that's exactly what he's talking about. The church is made up of born-again Christians. The enemy wants to sow bad seed. They're going to be right in on the church. Satan's goal is to get up close and personal with Christians. And the Bible gives us commands to keep the purity of the church as God helps us. What does that mean? No, you can't become a member because you're living a lifestyle contrary to the word of God, which means you're not a born-again Christian because born-again Christians can't practice and condone sin. They slip, they fall, but they repent. But you can't come in with an in-your-face, this is the way I live, and I want to join your church. No, 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 you can't do that. A little leaven leavens the whole loaf. It'll spread. But God is love. And we should just offer a helping hand to everyone. No, there's evil teachers you don't offer and evil people who want to spread their, their poison within the church. You don't welcome them in. You love them, but warn them in giving them the gospel. You either accept Christ or reject. Oh, you don't want to serve Jesus? Well, then fine. Join the Knights of Columbus. Join whatever. Do whatever you want to do, but you can't come into the Christian church. This is sacred. Do you feel that way? Come on, we got to have each other's backed and protect the integrity of the church. Otherwise, a church then has counter influences invading it, and now it becomes divided spiritually. It's not the pure spaghetti sauce that mama made. It's got a mixture of Coca-Cola and some fentanyl in there. No, that's not the sauce mama made. Don't you get it? It dilutes. Satan is into dilution. In my life, in your life, in the church, in our families, he's looking for inroads to get in and make a mess. We had that on a basketball team. Some guys were good players, but they were what they called bad in the locker room. They brought division. They got in and caused trouble. You played better without them, even though they could ball. They could play. So what we're learning here now is these people, Peter says, look, they're eating with you. They're hanging out with you. But I know God wants us to hang out with everyone. Listen, we're to be friendly with everyone and with the purpose of telling them about Jesus, yes. But you don't let people in to the church of Jesus Christ to spread their venom and poison and deception. No, you got to, otherwise new believers will be taken in. I could tell why I'm saying this. That's odd to a lot of you because you believe the idea of what a late friend of mine called sloppy agape. Just love everyone, tolerate everything. Well, that's his view. Who's to say we're right? I'm not, my opinion is worth nothing, but I mean, the word of God is true. We got to stand on that. And if something is contrary to that, we're not going to accept it. We're going to hang on to Jesus. There's only one precious, sweet Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Have a great Monday, and I will see you tomorrow on Tuesday, God willing. Thank you.